Blog Talk Radio. Everyday People, W-R-E-P, Everyday People. Uh, I am Keith Bledsoe. I'm the host of the show, and uh, glad to be back. Haven't done a show in about maybe three weeks, but I'm trying to keep it a little more consistent, but I got to do what I got to do uh, on my real job. But I'm here today. We're going to get this one in, and uh, there's a lot of things going on, man, not a lot of things going on, things that uh, everybody's talking about. There's nothing new. I have no surprises. going to pretty much be basically the same thing. But, you know, I have uh, I have opinions, and that's one reason why a show, because I had things that I wanted to say, and I was also having a, a hope to have a forum to give other people uh, opportunity to say what they have to say. Uh, I like the idea that me personally can document uh, my opinions, my thoughts, uh, actually, believe it or not, to uh, to pass down to generations. You know, I, I have uh, I have kids that are grown now, but I have grandkids. They'll have kids. Uh, pictures are nice to fall back on and look back at old times and see grandpa, great-grandpa, which would be me. And uh, I wanted to add a little something else to that. I want them to hear me. Not just look at pictures. I want them to hear me talk, hear my voice, hear my opinion. Uh 
take what they can use, what they can't use as they form their own opinions, uh, then that's what they do. But at least they know exactly uh, what I'm thinking. They don't, have, uh, they don't necessarily have to get it from anybody else. My voice will be recorded. It is documented. Uh, I will save this as part of my ebook, and I will be heard. Okay. Another reason why I do this show is because I remember calling a radio show one day and was one, one thing I hate about a lot of uh, a lot of talk shows is you know you have people waiting on the line for for, for an hour and then get to get to go on the air and and the, the host they may just happen not to agree with something that they're saying and after about fifteen seconds they're cut off and they go to the next caller and I I just think that's ignorant I think it's unfair I think it's uh, arrogant and. I think that if you're a host of a show, that you should let people uh, have their say, as long as it's not, you know, insulting or just just too ignorant. You know what I mean? Some people can go over the over the uh, bar, but generally speaking, let people talk. And that's one thing I uh, intend to do on this show. They have the time to call in on my show. I'm going to give them the time to talk, whether they agree with me or disagree with me or chastise me or judge me or criticize me. Or uh, goodness being, maybe they might even give me some credit and tell me I'm not doing so bad. Uh, I'm not an expert at this. Uh, I know that. I don't know everything. As a matter of fact, I, I know little. But a little can take you a long way, I've learned. It can take you a long way, just a little knowledge. And uh, that that's what I have. I'm, uh, I aim to grow every day. Uh, I listen. I read. I hear. Uh, I'm not... One track, one sided, closed minded. Uh, if there's a better way, that's the way I will adjust myself to go. And uh, it's just like that. I don't, I don't believe in just, uh, I don't care what anybody says. I don't have that mentality because, quite frankly, I do care. I don't go around saying I don't care what other people think about me because, quite frankly, I do care what other people think about me. As long as they're, they're uh, accessible and legitimate and not, uh, you know, where you already know. But as long as it's, uh, you know, legitimate, sincere, and, uh, you know, it, it matters what people think of you. I'm sorry. You can't walk around with an attitude about you don't care what people think. Come on. I hear people saying that, and I, I just kind of shake my head a little bit. I mean, there's a, you know, level that you can't go beyond with that. You can't get, get too crazy with it. But I think that everybody knows what I mean when I say that. So... Uh, what's been happening? Uh, as a matter of fact, if you want to, if you buy chance, want to call in at seven one eight six six two nine five one three seven one eight six six four. That's seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Uh, you call in and listen, join into the conversation. Just press the number one, and I'll, I'll see that you are unblocked, and I can pick you up, and you can go on air and just tell me how you feel. You know, good, bad, uh, how, whatever it is. Tell me what you think. I'm just trying to give another platform for uh, voices that cannot be heard because I know that voices like mine and, and others, that if you were to get on the mainstream radio and say what we really, we really feel about some things, we probably wouldn't get with about 30 seconds. And that's really not enough to engage in an intelligent dialogue and express your thoughts. So here we are. But what's happening, man? I tell you what, we're still getting killed. Uh, it seems to be uh, open season on black people in particular, black men in particular. Open season is becoming uh, a little trendy. Law enforcement gets them one. 
you know, bang, I got mine, got me one, caught me one. It seems to be trending. Law enforcement is a particular element within law enforcement. I do not mean all law enforcement because most law enforcement are great people who serve and protect and who have the genuine uh, compassion to do the job properly. There is an element within law enforcement that is sinister, wicked, arrogant, power-hungry, racist, satanic, and whatever else you want to throw in there. And that's who I'm talking about, doing the things they're doing. They've gotten the green light from the system, court system, the, the judges, the prosecutors, and even the defense. They've gotten, they've gotten open cart bunk to do what they want to do. It doesn't matter. What's all this talk about body cams? Body cams? Give me a break. Hell, the camera was on Rodney King. Those cops should have been indicted and sent to prison without even a trial, just from looking at the on video. Hell, there was a camera on Eric Gardner right there. He said he couldn't breathe. What did the cops say? What did the attorney say that was defending the cops? He said, well, he was able to say he couldn't breathe, so therefore he could breathe. Well, you heard him say that uh, he couldn't breathe. Well, obviously he was breathing. Well, yeah, but for how long after he said he couldn't? You know, some of the defenses that these people throw out is unbelievable. And it just shows how worthless and unworthy that, yes, how worthless and unworthy that we are as black people in the eyes of racism and supremacy. It's obvious. We mean nothing. We mean nothing. It, it's, I'm not saying it. it, it it's what's been shown to We have been sh- shown that all the time. All the time. The gentleman in, uh, was shot eight times in the back. Where, where did this take for South Carolina? Camera was right there. I would not be surprised if this cop somehow, some way, got out of this. I have no idea how he could. I have no, I don't see how he could possibly get out of it. I don't believe he will. But I'm just saying that I would. Totally surprised. But, you know, are we being egged on into some type of uh, corner where the hope is that we will retaliate so that they can really go in on us? I kind of wonder sometimes if that's the case. Is, is this being instigated by that element so that we'll have no other choice but to, you know, they'll have to sacrifice uh, one of their own. I'm talking about the law enforcement, but usually it'll probably be somebody who had nothing to do uh, with this element of attack on us, the problem probably to be an innocent cop who is a good cop who is sacrificed, and that would give them every reason in the world to go busting our doors down, busting our heads open, and just, uh, and, and here you go. The powder keg has exploded. Tell you what, though, people are getting tired of this. I know by the barbershop conversation, uh, conversations in general that the brothers are having uh, and, and, and really getting to a point to where I tell you there needs to be some kind of sit-down dialogue with, with these good cops or whatever because if we were to have let loose a element of people among us 
who decided to go mild mile, kind of cowardly like, and just didn't didn't give a damn, and decided to just uh, drop some law enforcement incognito, unspoken, not telling, not even telling anybody, just doing it. The next thing you know, you start hearing these stories about this happened here, this happened there. That is the worst thing that can happen. But that's 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 the that's where black people are being pushed. I mean, what what can you do when you are continuously getting killed? Your your, your loved ones are getting shot down and killed for no reason. Now check this out. Posted on Facebook. I copied a post on Facebook, and that's where I get a lot of my material. That's where I've gotten made a lot of friends. I've gotten a lot of a lot of guests that I've gotten from reading the Facebook posts. And uh, I have put up a, a post. It was a picture and. It said something to the effect of, uh, let's see, it, said it had to do with they're killing they're killing our daddies, but they make fun of us for being fatherless. And I, I understood it. Yeah, when they're killing our daddies, they're doing a lot of things to, to kill the daddies. There, uh, to kill the daddy element of our families. They, you know, put them in prison. They're promoting self-genocide with the, the music and the violent video games that are out there, poisoning their minds with these lyrics uh, and, and, and television and movie programs and so forth. Uh, they, they're not educating them in, the, in these dilapidated school systems. Uh, yeah, they have some good schools. All of nothing is bad, okay? So when I say the dilapidated school system, I don't mean every school system. That would be kind of ridiculous for me to even mean that. But you know what I'm talking about. Dilapidated school systems. These school systems aren't trying to do a damn thing to educate these kids for the most part. You have some of your elite school systems. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the majority of these inner city schools that are passing kids uh, through through high school just to get them to the next grade so they don't have to deal with them. And, and as a result, they are just putting them on conveyor belt straight to prison. They, they, they're getting out of high school. They, they, they're leading it. If they're lucky, maybe a fifth grade level. They have no critical thinking. They have no anger management, no sensitivity, no self-respect. You know, I was saying, I posted that uh, picture saying uh, uh, they kill our daddies but make fun of us for being fathers. And there was a, a kid holding a sign that read that and looked like and kids, kids lingo and kids writing. You can tell it was from, from a kid. Nobody can write. Nobody can duplicate the writing of a kid. And I got a response from one of my Facebook friends. I won't mention her name because I didn't, in this case, I have another, well, we'll talk about that later. But uh, I won't mention her name because I didn't ask her permission to use her name. I'm not going to put her out there. She, she's good people. We, it wasn't like we were arguing. But she said her response to that picture was, black-on-black shootings are killing our sons and fathers. Get it straight. I said, wow, Okay. I mean, not that I don't have a straight, because I do. I was just kind of saying I can relate to kind of what 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 the, what the poster was saying, and, and pretty much the poster was saying that they're killing us, you know, and, and, and they are. Yes, we are killing each other, and that is another issue. They should both be addressed. But in this particular case, I was talking about just one ingredient in the stew. Okay, so uh, then... She responded again and says, if we're going to kill us, if we're going to kill us, then stop complaining when somebody else does, does it? We scream when there are police shootings and we are silent with all this black-on-black killings. 
charity begins at home. Well, she is absolutely right. How, how can I argue with that? How can I argue with that? If you want to call in, uh, please do so. Uh, please do so. Just let me, you know, give me some support. Show me some love. It's about time. Tell me what you think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Support me if I'm right. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Okay, but I was I was saying she has a point. Yes, and I agree. And and, and I had that I had that soul view at one time. I was saying the same thing. Well, damn hell, we killing each other. You know, maybe if we if if we start respecting ourselves some and show ourselves more love and respect and appreciation by default. Those that are kill, killing us are going to have to respect us more because we're not going to tolerate that if we respect ourselves more and stop killing each other. I was kind of saying the same thing. We need to stop killing each other. But then I was schooled on that by uh, more than once, about three three times on my show, Brother Dan Lee. He said, the difference is, and it's simple, it's not complicated. Law enforcement are paid and sworn to serve and protect us. There is a difference. Cops are sworn to serve and protect us. If anything, they should be doing what they can to help stop the black-on-black killings, kind of bridge the gap between the community, which we don't have communities, but between the neighborhoods and the cops. There's got to be some kind of link besides violence between the police officers and the neighborhoods. And that has to come to me, not just the neighborhood and the people within the neighborhood, but it has to be something that's initiated with our politicians, with, with the mayor, president of the state, which is the governor. Not the president of the United States, the president of the state that you live in is the governor. And the crickets that you hear from them is incredible. As long as they're downtown areas where they make the money, it's okay. They don't give a damn. You can kill each other. You can go ahead and follow suit yourself genocide. I understand protecting the money, but come on. At the same time, it's been proven that we can't wait on that. we got to do something ourselves. Exactly what? Uh, there's a couple of ideas I have that just simple stuff that I'll talk about later on, but the, the, the young lady was correct. You know, we 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 do we do get silent when it's black on black killing when we're killing each other. We we sit back and watch ourselves uh, follow through with the self genocide. We we're being entertained. We we go to church on Sunday and do what you do and leave and go right back to the original routine, business as usual. And uh, it's it's true. But at the same time, uh, when I say that. Uh, when I talk about the law enforcement, and uh, well, it's all true, but I mean, we, we don't have to be uh, one-dimensional. We can we can multitask. We need to deal with both of them. I, I wasn't talking about dealing with one instead of the other. I'm talking about dealing with both of them. Hell, we can do two things at one time. We can handle one issue, and then we can handle the other issue. It's not like one at a time. Okay, we'll do this one first, second. No, we can do them both at the same time, but they both must be addressed. Now, as far as uh, us killing each other, you know, it's, it's gotten so far out of hand 
it has gotten so far out of hand that it's almost like you don't you don't know. I mean, it's, I, I see no light at the end of the tunnel. All I see is the wickedness and the ignorance being fed and fed and fed, and we're buying into it and buying into it and buying into it. I've been saying for years that these video games, this television programming, this daytime stupidity that you see on TV, this rap music, I'm talking about the element that is promoted by the system's media, that element, the Lil Wayne, and that garbage, that they, they're not saying anything, nothing. And they have our youth thinking that this stuff that they are listening to is music. They, the system has succeeded in taking our music because it is it's clear that as our music goes, so do we. They have totally desensitized our youth. And they grow up to be parents who are desensitized and they have desensitized kids. It's gotten out of hand. It, it, it really has. It, it, the only thing I can think of, and I'm sure there's more than one one uh, thing that we can do, but my, my, my first thing is to, and I said this before, from pre-kindergarten through high school, it should be required that the school systems teach conflict resolution, anger management, critical thinking, sensitivity, self-respect. They should be required courses. I don't give a damn about trigonometry. I ain't never used trigonometry in my life. A career that you want to pursue, then that can be an elective that you choose. These mental conditioning classes should be required. The whole school system must be made over. Must be made over. They need to pay the teachers. Teachers should not make less. A, 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 a first-year teacher starting should make no less than a rookie cop. Should make no less than a rookie police officer. Hell, at least a rookie police officer gets mad and whoop your ass beat you up and got a gun and protection, got a got a got a, 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 a whole force behind him. Hell a teacher can't do nothing but sit there and take it. Can't 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 even grab you by the arm and sit you down. Just gotta take it, which is why they don't have good teachers these days. They don't pay them enough. They ain't got time to take care of these kids that have gotten out of hand. Who the hell has time for that? Whatever happened to the black man teacher? Where they at? Well, we know where they are. They ain't teaching. Uh, they ain't paying enough. They don't want to be bothered with all this foolishness, trying to raise other people's kids and being held accountable. If, they, if, 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 if the kid hits them and they knock the hell out of them back, then they'll still be in trouble. Who's got time for that? Go make money somewhere else. They need to pay these teachers and get better and more qualified teachers. And you have to have some type of curriculum that can counter the poison that has been spewed in these counter what they're learning. Teach these kids sensitivity 
you can't just do stuff and, 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 and go punch somebody out and press reset and start another game over. This 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 uh, knockout game that they, these kids are doing, they're just up and surprising the elderly and, 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 and figure they can get some kind of pride by knocking somebody out with one punch. All, all that is elements of these video games. The, the shooting, the, coward, the cowardly uh, shootings that take place, just shooting at random, just approaching somebody and just starting to shoot, that's all Grand Theft Auto and others. Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? Have you ever played the video game? Then if you have not played the game or watched the game being, being played with a purpose, then you really have nothing to say about this. And you, just, you, you, you don't really have a C. In these video games, they're acting out what they hear in this rap music. What's next? They're going to be acting out what they see as the system attempts to feminize our men. And I don't mean that there's any disrespect. I understand that people have people who are who they are, and uh, I understand all that. Okay, more power to, to the people. But what I don't like is the way that it is being promoted. The LGBT movement has gotten out of hand and they are pushing it. The way it is being promoted, it has been promoted simply based on politics having nothing to do with morality, especially these politicians. They, they don't believe, I believe, a lot of what they say, but they know because of the LGBT movement, if they want to get reelected and keep their jobs, who cares about anything that could be moral to other people? They're concerned about keeping their jobs, so they vote for it. I'm going to tell you. I understand that everybody has the right to do as they do, but this is going to get out of hand. I can tell by some of the pictures that I see on on uh, on Facebook. But you know, more power to the people. Uh, I, I ain't hating nobody. I just I just don't like the way it's being promoted. As a matter of fact, you know, they can tone down all this sexually oriented crap that that they have on TV. I remember stuff that back in the days you'd have to go to a movie uh, theater or to one of the corner uh, little quarter shops to see stuff that is okay to watch on TV these days. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. So, what I'm going to do, man, I've been talking about a half hour. I've never, I've never really been there talk much of a talk of the person, which is another reason why it's challenging to do a show. I've always been uh, much more of a writer. But I'm going to uh, take a little break, and uh, we're going to do some old school like I always do. We're going to do a promotion like I always do. When we come back, I'm going to talk about a post guy read earlier today from a uh, real good sister, real good sister. And uh, she she said I could uh, read, read the post on, on, on the show, and I, I will read it when we come back. And it just has to do with, you know, are we too judgmental with each other? You know, should, should we not pass judgment? And I read it, and, and it's, it was nothing complex. You know, the most thought-provoking things that I read are not complex at all. You know, life is really simple. We make it complex. But I read it, and it really got me to think, and it got me wavering. It, it rocked my boat a little bit. It, it just, it just kind of hit me. And, and one reason it hit me because I had, I had to admit that I was guilty of it. And then it made me think it out a little bit more. 
and a little bit more. And, you know, as a result, I'm going to make a kind of a, a little adjustment in my approach a little bit. But we'll talk about that uh, when we come back. So you all hold on, hang with me, and I'll be right back. Chicago for your next family reunion. Call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990. With photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. 
718-664-9513, if you care to call in, I'd love to have you call in. If not, I'll just keep on rolling with it. Uh, what do I wish for? Wow, that's uh, from one of the all-time great uh, Shylights back in, I think, 1960, uh, 67 or 68. Wow, what do I wish for? What do I wish for? I wish that we, every reason that we have to unite as a people and using that reason as an excuse to kill and maim each other. That's what I wish for. And I do believe if we were to accomplish that, then some of what is happening outside of us would be handled differently also. I'll just put it like that. That's what I wish for. I wish that we can get our music back. Got to get our music back. That that would be a major if we can get back with our R&B groups, with our choreographed groups who were united to OJ's Temptations, Supremes, and uh, New Edition, uh, In Vogue. Up to, I mean, we we need to get the unity back in our music. They, they broke up the unity, and it's all individualistic now, and it's leading to stuff like Biggie and Tupac. Anyway, before I go on, I'm going to tell you about this, another brother. Who uh, his, his brother's name is Daryl Padgett. Uh, he is a brother who spent 20 years in prison. He was actually sentenced to 37. He spent 20 years in prison for one gram of cocaine. Yeah, you heard me. 20 years of 37 years in prison for one gram of cocaine. But Daryl Padgett has been out for a short few years now, and he is a, he is an advocate uh, who is helping uh, other, uh, trying to do what he can to adjust the system uh, with what is 
is imposing these harsh sentences on nonviolent offenders. Uh, he spent his time in prison uh, learning, uh, reading, uh, learning the law uh, to a point to where he was able to get himself out of there. Even though he had still served 20 years, uh, he, he got enough information for himself to where he got out of the system. And now he's, he's doing some great things to help others uh, who have been incarcerated, who, who know of someone who is incarcerated uh, unjustly and trying to figure out what they need to do to get through this system. You know, it's, it's, it's a wicked system. But uh, Daryl Padgett, his, you spelled his name D-A-R-R-E-L-L-P-A-D-G-E-T. And uh, if you want to reach out, and uh, I would recommend that you reach out and befriend him on Facebook and follow what he's doing. Uh, he's, he's a really cool brother. He will, he will uh, dialogue with you. Uh, he's not one of those brothers where you'll send him a uh, Facebook message and, you know, you, you don't hear from him. Uh, if you send him a prior, private message, he will respond. This brother will dialogue, and he recognizes and, and acknowledges every single one who sends him a post. And that I appreciate and really respect in this brother, Daryl Tatchett. Uh, so if you, if you get a chance to uh, hook up with him, and just follow what he's doing. He's trying to do some great things, and he needs support. What I was saying before the break, uh, are we being too judgmental? Should we not pass judgment? I read a post earlier from uh, Nicole Ferguson, and she just put it out there. I mean, just, just, I'll read it to you. It says, I really don't, it says, I really don't understand why we, as people, are so judgmental. People have their own opinions, thoughts, and lifestyle choices, and for some reason, people condemn others for being themselves. God is our only judge and has made each and every one of us different. Unfortunately, the things we go through often help mold us. When we judge others, we run people out of our lives. But I read it, and it kind of hit me. I guess it kind of, kind of like, I don't know if you saw the girl uh, no, not still in the uh The first Frazier uh, Ali fight, where Ali got forward, Frazier knocked the hell out of him. He went back on his back, but he sprung back and got right back up. That's kind of how I felt, theoretically. Kind of knocked me down, but I got right back up. Uh, and, and, I, and I thought about it. I, I, I kind of, because I know that I do that. I, I, I am critical. I judge. Uh, I have an opinion. And I, I put it out there the way I feel about whatever that particular issue is. And it has, if it has to do with judging somebody else, whether that's just what happens. But it kind of made me think about that. And at first I was saying, well, man, maybe I need to uh, stop doing that. Maybe I need to, you know, just cut it out and just leave everything alone. And then I started thinking about, what would life be? How would this life be if, if there just was no judgment? If, if, if nobody judged anybody, I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if it's criticizing, judging, seems to me like it kind of is. You criticize something, you, you can't criticize unless you put a you know a judgment on it. Uh, and I started thinking about, well, man, we'd be a, a, a world running wild if we just did not have some kind of judgment or some kind of form of critique or uh, analysis of of whatever or, or whoever. 
I mean, when it comes to, and, and I, I know what she meant. I, I, I feel, I feel it. I, I, I know what she meant by that, and I, and I respect that. And what she's saying is, for the most part, is true. As, as, as far as the part is, you know, God is our only judge. Well, that's that's up to the individual's particular belief system, and I do have a different belief system than that. But I can respect, totally respect where she's coming from, from her point of view. When she said, when she closed by, when we judge others, we run people out of our lives. That hit me too, because that has happened to me. That has happened to me, and I'm not one. Like I said, uh, when I first started the show, I'm not one to say that I don't care what people think and whatever. Well, it, it, it does matter to me. I gotta admit, it does matter to me, you know. Uh, and I, I have run some people out of my life. Uh, a few few Facebook friends uh, kind of cut me off or couple of family cut me off and you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say so what because it doesn't feel good but at the same time I say what's on my mind and I mean what I say. You know, I tend to say what I mean and uh however I will say that as a result of reading Nicole's uh Nicole Ferguson as a result of reading this post and it's not like this is really the first time I heard some, you know, kind of something like this. You know how it is sometimes when you can hear the same thing a few times and all of a sudden you'll hear it from one, one day you'll hear it from a different angle with a little different, you know, uh, seasoning on it, and it hits you in a different way. And that's what this did. So as a result of reading this post, and call, call her I see you there, uh, hold on, I'll, be, I'll, I'll well, if, if you want to make a comment, press number one and I'll see that and I'll get you on. Otherwise, I'll just assume that you're listening. But as a result of reading this post, I am going to adjust, make an adjustment on not necessarily going to say that I'm not going to be judgmental and not going to be critical, but I am going to change how I do it. I'm going to change how I do it. I'm going to change my approach because there is a way to do it where it doesn't have to be so so heavy and so challenging like and you know, just kinda to a point to where uh the person you're judging and, and, and you're criticizing uh maybe can't handle it. You know, now there pretty much so basically there are some situations you know, there are gonna be those situations where it doesn't matter to me what, what a particular individual feels because if they're out there doing some really sinister, you know, some really sinister BS, then I'll address it in that way. But I know that there are some times that I can come out pretty hard. I know that for a fact. And uh, I'm going to try to make an adjustment based on that because sometimes I've been hard to a point where I didn't, it wasn't really necessary, but I was in a mode of expressing me. And you got to be careful of being in a mode of expressing you because uh, without considering you know, the other party. So I'm going to try to make myself a better uh, critique and uh, than I have been as a result of this one article. And that, that just goes to show you, like I said before, that I'm not closed-minded. You know, I can take judgment on me. I can take being criticized. If you got something. Now, if you come to me with nonsense and you'll get that person back who who, who just who just going to throw the whole... Slab at you, but 
hey, if, if you if you're making a sincere comment, you got something. And, and and she wasn't even talking to me. I mean, but I tell you what, when I read it, it almost felt like she could have been. And that's another thing that got me. I said, damn, she write this to me. And uh, because I know that I was guilty of what she was what she was talking about. So I just wanted to put that out there. I want I, I asked her uh, if she didn't mind me, uh, you know, talking about it on uh, on the show tonight. She didn't mind me reading it. And she said, sure. I thanked her, and I, I thank her again. Nicole Ferguson, thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, this one little paragraph, I tell you, it rocked my boat a little bit, and it got her brother to thank it. Even a, even a, uh, a sometime cutthroat brother like myself can be schooled. So thank you. Okay. Uh, well, all these notes. But, uh, Tell you what, this is one. This is what I believe. Now I don't, I don't know if you believe it also. Uh, call her at the last four digits five three six six. Thank you for listening. If you happen to want to chime in, just make sure you press. I won't pick you up unless you press one. Because unless you press one, when you press one, I know that you want to get on and have something to say. But I, regardless, I, I'm glad that you uh, are listening, and I'm glad that you want to talk. And I will bring caller online. And caller, are you there? Yeah, it's me, Keith, Jimmy, Jimmy Williams. Jimmy, what's going on, brother? I didn't recognize that. Man, number. I've been trying to, get, I've been trying to get on this doggone thing all day, man. And I just got me a few minutes from some stuff that I'm doing at the house. But I got a chance to listen to that last segment about the um, um, tone and the way people take things and 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 all that stuff. Yes. You're good. You're good because me. <laughs> I like me the way I am. I ain't changing for oh, don't, nobody. Don't get me wrong now. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. I understand what she was saying, and I understand what you are trying to interpret out of that for you. Right. But for right. me, okay. I'm just saying for Jimmy, for Jimmy Williams, I've been I successful at what I've been successful at making and losing friends with the same tone that I have because some people would take certain things a certain way only because of their whatever the hell was going on in their lives. You know, and something like something that you can't help. You Good know, point. my daughter told Good me point. just today. Huh? I said, "Good Hello? point." Oh, yeah. My daughter told me just today. I was taking her to work, and she said, "Daddy, it ain't the way you talk to people. It's your tone." I said, "Baby, I can't change that." I said, "I can be at work and say something to three different people and get three different responses." You know, and. And I was trying to explain to her, why am I going to change my tone? I don't even know what my tone is. You know, I just talk and some shit come out. You mm-hmm. know, I use profanity a lot only because it gets me to my point quicker. And I can get I, I can get a rise out of people because they're so busy trying to hold back what they're really thinking and what they're really trying to say to the point where it just pisses me off. And I got to get it out of them. Because... They, like the, what that scripture said, the truth will set you free. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. ain't into it, man. They they so used to holding back and not trying to be combative and 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 and, and you know. Now let me let me let me say this. Just just now now, now, now my my thing is I said I, I'm going to try, and and I, I'm talking about there there are those instances where I know that maybe. I don't need to kind of go that deep with it. Now, now they, they, look, I'm not, I'm not going to just go, go to a, just, I'm not going to no little mental metamorphosis, not nothing like that, believe me. 
Mm-hmm. But just those instances where I where I don't need to, it, it just don't need to be. I could just whatever, whatever. But when I when I got to let it loose, I'm gonna let it loose. I'm going in. But mm-hmm. uh, it is, and who knows? I may just be brushed back to that old stuff and just be be like them, you know. But I just my whole point was it, it did make me think a little bit about it. But that's I was trying hmm. to give credit to that. And yeah. uh, I, and I, I I said I'll try, you know. I mean, but uh, believe me, you you may not notice the difference, but. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll just be conscious. Still be the same way. We'll just be conscious of it. Uh, but I know. guess I got a real. I think I guess for me personally, I got a real short. I got a real short um, comfort zone when it comes to other people's um, thoughts and feelings because nobody ever gets to the point these days. You know, you could you could you could you could just have a conversation and. Uh, and just people just won't get to the point. It's like they're so busy trying to be a politician or yeah. or trying not to hurt somebody's feeling or be politically correct. You know, and and as far as I'm concerned, that's that's closer to a lie than being any than being yourself. As far as I'm concerned, we well, you know, you know and, one, and one I, thing. I, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll jump in when you're done. Yeah, and, uh, I'm just gonna say this: my 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 tolerance level is really low. You know, because I'm so used to being, being an entrepreneur the way I am and being in business, I can pretty much tell when somebody about to scam me within the first minute. I can yeah. pretty much tell just by having a conversation with somebody if they're going to tell the truth or not. I got coworkers right now, man, I don't even fucking speak to, man, because they it's like they want to tell me one thing and, and their actions prove to be something else. And so in, in order for me to... to not be bothered, get involved, or either just try to break it down and figure out what it is. I don't say shit to them. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and it's going. And it, and, hey, it works for me. That's all I'm saying. It works for me oh, because I, I, I got I, I, I got a real low tolerance for people that just can't just be themselves. I think that's what it is. People don't one, know how to thing, be themselves. One one thing that was said and that I I totally I kind of I kind of let it go, but when as far as the God being the judge, that, that kind of part there, you know, I all I said for that is I have a different belief system than that. I don't, I mean, I don't quite, I mean, God being a judge, I mean, stand up in the court alone, tell that's the man in the black robe, you know, let, you know, God be the judge. We, and see, judgments of judgments being judgmental is part, that's, that's, that's life. That's the realistic world. Judge. Hell, if you didn't judge, everybody would just run around. You know, then these Negroes sagging would be okay. Because we we judging them. Because why are we judging them? Because they sagging. They're okay. See, you can't live like that. You know. You yeah. know. I, well, it, I understand how she meant it, but when you put it out there like that, then what are you saying? You know. So, I, I hear what you're saying too, man. You, you, your, your points are just as valid. I think pointing out certain things and and not throwing it at people. That I think that's that that may be judging also. Um. Cause I, I, I told myself, and I told my family, if I ever move out of my house to somewhere else, it's because I'm getting tired of motherfuckers. I'm walking up the elevator escalators and seeing motherfuckers draws and shit. I'm getting tired of it. You know, getting up early in the morning, all you can see is somebody's draw. Okay, now if that's what you want to do, fine. But if you don't consider nobody else's stomach or mind or or their 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 being. That early in the morning that you just want to walk around and showing your ass, 
And I'm pretty sure the mothers, the parents saw this stuff when they left at the house, unless the parents were at work. Somebody, I mean, they dropped the ball on that. And if these people how, how are can so... You not be, how can you not be judgmental? I mean, you know, come on. How can you not be? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess it's just, you know, I guess it's just the, way of, the different way of putting it. But, yeah, I see it and I hate it. I just don't like it, you know, and and, and, and nothing I can do about it right now. Ain't nothing I can say, you know. So it's a lot of times, you know, my, my tolerance level, tolerance level, man, is really, really low for dumb shit. It, it always have been. Even when I was a little toddler, not toddler, but a preteen. Because the most flack and crap I ever got was from, from grown-ups. Yeah, I'm, I'm 11 and 12 years old, but my comprehension was on the money at that age it really was i had yeah. a real high sense of uh sense of um um comprehension you know and my mom always thought i was just smart and being a lip you know flip lip no i no i understood what you said but i knew what you wanted me to do after you said it you know you know parents can be really really um um deceitful to their kids also you know, because if if, they, if if it's something the parents really want out of their kids, they'll just tell them anything they want to hear, especially when it's a mean to their end. And people are like that. If it's a means to their end, that's how they're going to approach you. Well, we we have uh, we we just have, and like I say, how can you if you're walking down the street and you see three Negroes coming your way in a dark. You're not going to be judgmental? I'm going to get the hell out of the way. Judgmental and being stupid is two different things. (laughs) Well, well, exactly, but you still got to pass the judgment. I'm saying that's that's why it's kind of just just like an open open cloud, even though I understand the angle it was coming from when I I think about it. It's like, damn, how can you not be judgmental? How can you not be criticized? You have to. uh, It's going to all boil to where I'm at. Um, how they're talking, you can look at you know if they're looking at you all crazy as you're walking toward them, you know some people I've seen actually look down and don't pay them no attention. Yeah. But see, <laughs> these days you can't. You gotta look at people's eyes. You gotta look and see what they're wearing, um, how they're acting, what their body movements is. That's a whole lot of work, man. That is a whole lot of work when you're trying to at least just when you're just trying to get off the train and go home. But then, you know, the way society is set up, it's almost to the point where they got they own the streets. We just got to be lucky to get out of their way and get safe and then, you know, close the door and, and then, boom, don't think about nobody else. But, see, that that's just the way it is. It shouldn't be that way. That's but they own is. the streets. The people who really don't, the people who really are don't care about being judged are the ones they're really are the ones causing all the problems. They don't care about being judged. Okay, we had uh, this, this 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 guy in Tulsa. This this man, he he don't know the difference between a, a damn taser and his gun. Shoots the man and kills him in his back. I know you've heard it, seen that. Man, yeah, the guy had his knee on the old boy's head or something. What's that? I saw that. I said the guy that had his knee on somebody's head or something. Yeah, well, well, well the other one he had his knee on his head while he was he was back there shot. The guy was saying he couldn't breathe, and one of the officers was picked up the sign and said, you know, fuck your breathing or something like that. And then as soon as the guy shoots him, see, this is 
the dude shot him. He he was a kid. He, he he trying to play that damn oops game. You remember, remember the oops game when you were a kid, do something on purpose and say oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you remember that game back uh, in the project days, brother. We all come back. Yeah. Oops, I'm sorry. Slap a nigga upside the head. Oops, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I don't say it was a fly. I was trying to kill a fly, you know. The dude, it's, it's, we, we have come to a day. I talked about this earlier in the show before you tuned in. That uh, it's almost like it, it's trendy now. It, the system has made it to a point to where it's trendy for these cops to kill us. It's like, I got me one. You got yours. I got me one. Of courage. It's just like when black folks say nigga, then white folks can go home and say, I shot me one. Or uh, me did one. you get any? Or did, how close did you come to one? Oh, I oh, I kicked him in the ass or I beat him in the face. Or, they they go to bars. You would have to go to a cop bar, an all cop bar, or work in one and let them just talk and beat themselves. And and yeah. most of the conversation is going to be about some nigga they done ran into and then they kicked yeah. the shit out of him. Now the thing about you it, know, the taser, the taser head is on, is a uh, yellow. Now as soon as you pull that set of a gun out, you're gonna see orange in your hand. I mean, uh, yellow in your, you know, you unless you just turn your head shut. This the man is a damn lie, and uh, we'll see what happens, man. But they're, they're, he'll probably get out. Oh yeah, because he done already oh. said that he he. The judge gonna look at that film and say, "Oh well, he really didn't mean it." You know, the system is like that. All you gotta do is come up with some type of excuse when you're on that right. side of the fence. Any old excuse will do. It just depends on who the victim is. But I'm glad the charge is second degree manslaughter because the element of proof is nowhere near the same as for murder. So we'll we'll see. I gotta read that. I saw it. I saw it, Keith, and didn't read it. Uh, you know, I glanced through it. You know, I just figured it was another one of them things that happened, so I didn't bother to go in and yeah, do any well, detail in my homework. Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, it, 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 it seems like every week it's, it, it's just happening. It happens to a point to where it's trendy. And uh, I don't know, man, but eventually, if, if, if people ever get to the point where they don't give a damn about death, because you can't win the war against people who don't care about dying. If people ever get to that point and decide to go mile mile and, and go discreet and I have an unspoken rule for code of ethics, it's gonna it's gonna be trouble. It's gonna hmm. be trouble. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah. let me tell you, let me tell let me tell the folks about your show, man. This is I'm talking to Jimmy Williams and Jimmy Williams has a show on every Monday night at seven o'clock on the same station on Blog Talk Radio or forward slash Keith Letso. Uh we share the studio. And uh, it's a show called Real People in the Hood, Real People from the Hood. It is raw. We keep it real. And uh, you ought to tune in. Uh, Brother Jimmy uh, has great shows. We have good dialogues. Uh, we have to have, have some good callers. And uh, so every Monday night, same place, 7 o'clock, you all tune in. Check Brother Jimmy out. I'll be in the background just doing what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, uh, man, I'm going to let you get, I'm going to get up out of here, man, so you can go and finish the show. I'm going to close it out, bro. Hey, Jim, thanks for calling, man, and we'll uh, be back on the air on Monday with you, man. Hey, man, thanks for inviting me on yours. I'll talk to you. All right, brother. Take care now. Bye-bye. Later. This brother Jimmy Williams. Uh, we, you know, do a show together. It's, it's his show produced. You know, I'm on, on with him, but uh, he, he runs it. He has his own platform, and, uh, and and we engage, we dialogue. So every every Monday at seven o'clock, uh, we do it. It's it's, it's, a, it's much more raw than my show. We, we keep it real and keep it raw. 
my my show here is a little more tame, but uh, I can get raw too. Of course, everybody knows that. So, what is this in Chicago? This is about Chicago, uh, Illinois. Rather, Bruce Rauner. He's trying to charge seven hundred and fifty dollars to hold a press conference outside of the state of Illinois building. This is the same Bruce Rauner that wanted to raise the minimum wage to ten dollars within the next seven years. His boss is damn mine. I mean, but he's in there. He won the election. It is what it is. But man, oh man, you you all ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet, but that's okay. Uh, so I am going to close it out here. Uh, I do want to say that I know I said earlier I had a suggestion of, of something that the individual could do to try to make, uh, in a small way, the world a better place and make you feel better about yourself. Uh, it's something that I do, and it makes me feel good when I do it, especially when I know it's connected and when it's when, it, when it's appreciated. Little things like when I go to the grocery store and I come up to the cashier, doesn't matter what her attitude is, I'm always saying, hey, how you doing today? They treat you, I always ask pretty much everybody, they treat you all right? And it kind of brings the guy down, opens up a little bit, and they'll, you'll be honest with it, oh, yeah, they are, well, sometimes. And I'll just say, hey, you know, you're hanging there, you know, you got the power, you just take that as a lesson, and you keep it moving, you're here to make your money, you make it and go and do what you need to do. And just a little engagement like that, it makes me feel good, and I can tell it makes them feel good. Uh, just, just, to just kind of act how they're doing. You know, they don't they don't get that. They usually get somebody to come in there to their belt and got their own little attitude and don't speak, don't make eye contact and all that. And, uh, you know, try to change that. You know, when I see a brother, when I go to Planet Fitness, when I when I see a brother coming out, you know, I, I make eye contact. And it's always, hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? And, and, and little things like that. And I've, I've had cases where, you know, I've, God won't even look my way. I've spoken. They don't speak back. And I just say to myself, you know, whatever. But it makes me feel good when I'm walking down. I'm coming out the door. Somebody's coming in. And, uh, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Hello. Hey. You know, you get that back. And, it, and it, it's, it's better than just that feeling I used to get when I worked in corporate America. Let's say at Harris Bank in certain places where you get on the elevator, people are on there, and nobody says a word. Or you get on there and one person is on there. And they look up at the sky, look at the ground, turn the other, other way. They go through all kinds of contortions, but all they got to do is say hi and keep from getting whiplash. You know, so just little things that you can do, little things, just to acknowledge, acknowledge that, that people exist. Just acknowledge that they're existent and, and, and speak to them respectfully. It, it don't mean nobody's trying to get with you, or that means that they're going to think that you're just trying to get with them because you say hi. You know, some of the some of the pretty girls, they act like they can't, you know, can't speak. They just figure that they speak. You, they don't want to try to get with you. You know, well, if somebody try to get with you, then you deal with, you know, you're in transition right now. Right now you're not interested in any relationship. Uh, you know, uh, you fear somebody or whatever. But so what? And if somebody does see you in, in the life of wanting to get with you, take it as a compliment and stop acting all ignorant and crazy about it. Come on now. There's a better way to be, you know, ignorant. 
what's the reaction of someone who you think might be trying to get with you? So anyway, we, we just have to break out of this zone of not liking each other, and it's going to take something as small as things that I just got through saying. Make eye contact and speak, sister to sister, woman to woman, man to man, brother to brother. Give it a shot. It can't hurt none, but I do believe it can make you feel better. On that note, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power 